Welcome to Thrive Lathrop Podcast. Here at our church, we believe that everyone can thrive. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and enjoy this life-changing message. Come on, somebody give them praise in the house today. Yes, yes, yes. God is good. And all the time. Now, we don't just say that because it's something cool to say. How many know we believe it? We mean it. He is good. Now, watch this. It don't matter how you feel, God is good. It don't matter if things are going the way you want them to go. God is, and all the time he's, he is good all the time. You ever been wrong? Lord, we have the spirit of pride in the house, Lord Jesus. You know, God's never been wrong. So if you, got, if you ever get frustrated with God, just get over yourself. Because he ain't never wrong and he's always good. So one more time, God is good. And all the time, amen. Can you welcome, we have a great in-person crowd today. Can we welcome those that are with us online? Online, not sure which camera, but online. We welcome you too. Can't wait to get you back. This COVID thing, how many are praying it away? Praying praying it away. One day we'll all be back again because community is important. Um, But we know we are family, whether we're in person or online, we are family. We are, that's not a, that's not a, we are fam, right? Is that in the Bible? It might be. It might be. Amen. Um, I want to just give a shout out, uh, Pastor Chris, um, Brother Alfredo and Monica Hernandez, Pastor Jimmy and Linda Zion, and their amazing team spearheaded our fall fest last night. Hundreds of people came through our parking lot. We had crazy games. I'm like, are we insured? There are some games I'm like, there was a a rock climbing wall that was like at least 40, 50 feet. And I'm like, I hope a thriver is not running that. We need a professional running that. But it was so wonderful to love on our city. That's what we do with these events. We love on our city. We had over 130 volunteers. Come on, somebody. Give God praise. Give God praise. Yeah, so I love love my church. You love your church. I love our church. Because we're simple but crazy. We'll do anything to give God glory and to love on people. How many know we don't even know who care who they are? We just love on them. Yeah, we don't care what they look like, what they smell like, because y'all smelled funny once. We don't care. We don't care. We just love on people because Jesus first loved us. Amen? Amen. I just love our church. Thank you for being an amazing part of our church as we go forward. Someone say forward. As we go forward through COVID. We're going to get through this. We're getting through it. We're thriving through COVID. We are, as a church, as a people, as a family, but also in your families, we are there to serve you. Just a reminder, as you stand to your feet and turn your Bibles, in your Bibles, to Malachi, um, just a reminder that Thrive Church really does care about you in the room, online. If there's something you need and we can help with, we are here. You know, we can't do everything, but everything we can do, we will do. Because uh, we're family. We really are. We believe that. The scriptures tell us to take care of our family. And first, uh, he says, care for others. But first, those that are part of the spiritual family. Did you know that? That's in the Bible. We take the Bible seriously. That's why you're standing. Right? 
So if you have a need, please let us know. And if it's in our power, we will serve you. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. And I alluded to the text in the giving moment there. Malachi chapter 3. We're going to read verses 6 through 12. And the word of the Lord reads like this. I, the Lord, do not what? Someone say amen already. You're going to make an altar call right there, right? I, the Lord, do not what? So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe in the storehouse that there may be what? Say that again. Food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will be there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Verse 12, then all the nations will call you what? Blessed. Blessed. For yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord who? Not just the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Lord, we've come because we believe in you, we trust you. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We thank you as we celebrate this church. There are many churches you have raised up across the land and around the world, but this is ours. We thank you for her. Thank you for providing, for protecting, for filling this place with your spirit and with people that want to know you and thank you for using us for your glory make us teachable today even more so that we might grow in a very important aspect of our lives in jesus name the thrive family says amen, amen. you may be seated today we are continuing the series legacy for a number of weeks we were talking about your legacy my legacy but we are nearing Legacy Sunday. Someone say November 21st. Was that the right date? Okay, good. I'm bad with numbers. Say it again with conviction because I had none. November 21st. That Sunday, don't miss Sunday. Those online, if you can get here, be here. We celebrate 30 years of being a church. So the last few weeks we have been uh, acknowledging the legacy of Thrive Church. 30 years old. In just a few weeks, um, Lori and I blessed to lead this place for 17 of those 30, a little more than half of those 30. But each one of those 30, from year one to now year 30, um, blessed by the Lord. We've talked about different qualities of this house. I think it's important. See, we have growth track. Some would say growth track. And if you're new to us, in person, online, if you're new to us and you want, want to learn more about this church or you know you want to be a part of us like officially and get involved, Growth Track is the way to do that. And one of the things we do in Growth Track is we talk about 
who we are as a church because we're a great church, but there's other great churches. Someone say amen. amen. And so what, what, what's different about this great church versus another? And that is that every church has a unique culture and calling. And God has established Thrive Church with a certain culture and calling. And we love our, our culture and calling. Don't really want to change it to make it look like someone else's, uh, some other church's calling and culture because God has created us for a unique reason. And so we share what that is. And so part of what we do, are doing the last few weeks is trying to describe some of that in the sermon series. Why is Thrive Church prospered, thrived, been fruitful through recessions and through uh, lack of resources and even now through the pandemic, we believe it's because our hearts are pure. Thrive Church has a pure heart. We have a pure heart. There's no politics here. There's no, there's no, there's no hierarchy of super spiritual versus not as super spiritual. We believe we're all the same. We believe in getting over ourselves. We believe in forgiving others quickly when they hurt our feelings. We believe that everyone, someone say everyone. Everyone can thrive. That's why we call ourselves Thrive Church. Everyone, college educated, not college educated, rich, poor, doesn't, doesn't matter what shade your skin is, everyone can thrive. That's actually the will of the Father. So our hearts can stay pure because how many know God does the heavy lifting? We don't change you. We just create environments where God can change you. Amen. Yes. So one of the qualities that I think has helped to build the legacy of Thrive is that we have a spirit, a very strong spirit of generosity. We're a generous church. We're going to tell you a little bit about that. We're a generous church. We take Malachi 3 seriously. We believe that God has called us to give and that the more he gives you, the more you should what? Give, right? That God doesn't give to us to hoard. God gives to, to us so that we can continue to give. And the more he gives us, the more empowered we are to what? Someone say give like it's not a dirty word. Some of you are like, uh, give. See, when, when, when I go to Sizzler, it's been a good week. Depends how good it's been, depends on what I order. If I get three shrimp, I don't want to share. But when I get all-you-can-eat shrimp, I'll sneak a few to Lori. See, we got to start living like we're at the all-you-can-eat buffet, not the scraps or the minimum, the, 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 um, the, whatever that was. I don't know what word that was. The, the, I can't hear too good. Like the left, thank you. We're not leftovers. God is all you can eat buffet. There's no limit with him. So depending on our experience in the past, we might have come from a, con a mindset of scarcity, a mindset of victimhood, a mindset of never enough. But when we come into this new kingdom where God now is the provider, we shouldn't be hoarders. We really should be sharers because we're not limited by our resources. We're not limited by our intellect. We're not limited by our network. We have been tapped in to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So we no longer fear, someone say amen. 
We no longer fear even when it comes to money. Some people are willing to dedicate their children. Lord, take them to Africa. Do what you want with our kids. But when it comes to the wallet, they ain't dedicating that all that quickly. Take Junior Lord to the ends of the earth. But their wallet's another story. I don't think it's because, I don't think it's because they, you know, they don't mean it, but it's like maybe there's some woundedness in their past. Maybe they, for 30 years, they barely made it. This idea that God is going to take care of them is still new and foreign. But I, we believe at Thrive that, and we have acted like this, by the way. We have acted like this. We've acted like God has put us on this earth to share. God has put us on this earth to be givers, not just takers. To be givers, not just consumers. So there was, there's been seasons in the life of the church where we really, you know, look at things and we're, it looks very limited and there's a need in some other part of the kingdom that the Lord pulls our hearts that direction and we have to bless even when we're not exactly sure it's going to work out for us. Because you got to obey the Lord. Right Now, what I love about the Bible, someone say the Bible. You know what I love about this is that it is not just for like the, the elite Christian. This is for us. Because I wouldn't fit in the elite class. So this is for us. This is a very practical book. This isn't some utopian idea of what Christians might be one day in the perfect world. No, this is for us today in 2021 in a pandemic when people are nuts. This is for us. When people are crazy, someone say crazy. When people are crazy, when the situation's weird, when inflation is up, it's still the word of God for us. This is your buoy. This got you through recessions. This gets you through illness. It'll get you through inflation. It'll get you through social unrest. It'll get you through times of injustice. This is the word of God. This never fades. It never fails. It is practical. It is practical. When it says tell the truth, you're supposed to tell the truth. Oh. When it tells you to be holy, it's because you can be. And when it tells you to give, it's because you need to give. Thrive Church has been buoyed by the word of God over the years. Over the years. See, uh, I want you to know that Thrive has healed the world. Thrive has healed the world. God has used this church to, to, to heal the world. Malachi 3.10. Again, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be what? Some will say food like they like it. We all like us some food. Even when you're on a diet. When you're on a diet, you like it even more. Can I get a witness? You ain't never full when you're on a diet. We, food and, and the concept here. Can I just tell you God is never hungry? He doesn't say bring food to my house so I can have a snack. He says bring food into my house so that I can feed your family, so I can feed society, so I can feed the world. Healing comes through this house. Nourishment comes through this house. And Thrive Church has been committed. Let me tell you, we have given and given and given as a church. As you give, it empowers Thrive Church to give. I tell you, we're not a swamp that just hoards. We're a, a river where, the, where the, the, the food flows. Like literally, we have given thousands and thousands of meals away in times of need. Over the years, we've given 
almost 10,000 backpacks with school supplies filled for needy families. We've kept the heat on for needy families. Can I get a witness? We've had, we've had needy families with, during the recession in particular, and even during the pandemic when jobs were lost, where you'd have babies at, in, in a home and the heat would get turned off and we'd be able to help that needy family. We've paid the rent. I remember paying the rent for families who, who's the, 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 the husbands and fathers of these families. Several families were, were uh, tragically uh, lost their lives suddenly and they had no money. We were able to keep families in their homes for, for uh, until things got worked out. We've paid for medicine. We paid for counseling for pastors and children. Can I get a witness? We have paid for oxygen for those struggling with COVID in other countries. We've built churches in Africa. In two weeks, we will build a church in El Salvador. That's going up in two weeks. Can give, you give God praise? Imagine that. There'll be hundreds of Salvadorians you won't meet till heaven that are going to have a church because you gave. We will build two more churches in Africa next year. We've trained pastors. We've bought thousands and thousands of Christmas gifts for needy children right here in our area over the last 17 years. Just last night, we had our fall fest. I have a long list here, excuse me. Over the last 17 years, we've had nearly 1,000 youth group gatherings. Over the last 17 years, we've had nearly 1,000 church services where the gospel's preached. And we have offered over, over conservatively, over 11,000 Bible studies for people of all ages. People hearing the word, growing in the word. Thrive Church has been a place that has healed the world. We've got missionaries all over the world, from Alaska to Hungary, New York City, all around the world that count on Thrive Church. We have been used to heal the world. You know, there's a number of years ago, I like sharing this story. Are you okay? Can, I, can we do story time? Because I just want you to know Thrive Church is a, is, is a, a legacy of generosity suits us because you're generous. We, uh, about two years into my time being here, maybe three, 2007, the recession just starting, and there's a little church in Manteca that, was, that called us and said, Pastor Eric, uh, we, we're behind on our rent, on our mortgage three or four months, and they're gonna take our building. Can you help us? Now, back on their rent was probably about $20,000. Now, I'd been here about two or three years, and our savings had grown from $3,000 to about $40,000 in those three years. And I remember thinking, oh, Lord, they called the wrong church. Why didn't they call one of those big churches? I thought, this is going to take half our savings. But I took it to our board, and I, I said, you know, we got a call, and it's a lot, and I, I don't know, but what do you think? They're like, let's do it. I'm like, can we pray about it at least? <laughs> can we? Slow down, people of faith. Slow down. They said, Pastor, we got it. Let's do it. I go, we kind of got it, kind of barely. We had it, but in my mind. And, you know, we said, we, I said, okay. So called the pastor the next day. said, Pastor, we're going to help you out. We're going to catch you up. 
Can I tell you that it's been about 14, 15 years and they are alive and well there in Manteca. They are serving people. Yeah, yeah. But look, not only are they having church, but now they have like three or four homes for those that struggle with addiction. They're breaking the curses of addiction, of alcoholism and drugs. And because they're there, generations won't have to suffer the same curse. And God used us to keep them going. That's so cool, isn't it? That's why God takes care of us. You know, here's, here's the thing, is that, is that God takes care of he says, take care of my house and I'll take care of yours. That's what he says. Take care of my house and I'll take care of yours. Someone say give. Yeah. Thrive Church, I just love celebrating Thrive Church. And can I tell you that, that, that this idea, that what is better than investing in the stuff that sets people free? When do you think about it? Like what, the, 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 and I, I look back down, I think, gosh, you know, $20,000 was so much money to us, especially then, it's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but it, back then it was like half of everything. And now I look back and I think there are children and grandchildren that will not be addicts because those doors stayed open. There ain't nothing better. There ain't nothing better. There ain't nothing better. When we invest in the kingdom, the impact, watch this, Say this with me. For generations. Say it like you know how to speak in your For generations. And for eternity. That's your investment. For generations. Oh, someone say people. These are people. These are lives. For generations and forever. That's the investment that you make. And that's the investment Thrive has made because of your giving. Thrive Church is a generous church. It is so much better to give than to receive. It is so much better to give than to receive. I, I think it's very important here because some people get hung up on, you know, by the way, this is not a fundraising sermon. This is a celebration sermon, okay? <laughs> Praise God, your giving keeps us healthy and well and, and generous. And, you know, but I want you to see, someone say, I need to learn. I want you to get over stuff. I want you to thrive. And God is just getting started with your church. And so much hinges on giving. Look at what God himself, look, if you have a problem with this, then argue with God when you get to heaven. But look at verse seven and eight. This is one reason why giving is so important. He says, ever since the time of your ancestors, you've turned away from my decrees and not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord. And then they ask, how are we to return? And he says, will you, a mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me. And then they ask him, how are we robbing you? And he says, in what? Tithes and offerings. See, this is a very key principle that giving is one way back to God. Giving is one way back to God. Now, I didn't make this up. God did. So don't get an attitude. Giving is one way. He says, come back to me. It's very, very interesting. Well, how are we to do that? Start giving again. Come back to me. How do we come back? Give. Stop relying on yourself. Start relying on me. Stop trusting in yourself. Start trusting in me. Stop fearing the needs of tomorrow. Start believing in me. Come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to your love. Come back to this intimate relationship where you trust me like no other. That's one of the qualities of a healthy marriage is that you trust your spouse like no one else. 
They know you better than anyone else, yet you trust them. You're more, more exposed, more vulnerable. You're seen more often in the worst light by this person, yet you trust them. God says, come back to me by giving, by giving. See, we can, we can hoot and holler when we hear something um, in the scripture, but how many know that it don't mean nothing until you actually put it into practice? Like, we're not just hearers of the word and so deceive ourselves. James says, if you just hear it and walk away, you're fooling yourself. James says that. Don't just be hearers of the word and so deceive yourself. Be doers of it too. So if we just hear it and feel a certain something, something, then walk away and never enact it, we fold ourselves into some pseudo sense of spirituality. It really makes a difference when we act on it. How many believe the word of God? Someone say amen if you believe it. You believe it. I do too, but we got to act on it. There's a story of this, 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 uh, this um, wire walker. His last name was Blondin, and he was doing these, walking on this uh, tightrope, and everyone's cheering for him, and he starts walking forward, and he starts walking backwards, and he starts jumping, and they're all cheering and cheering. And they're like, do you think that I can cook, a, cook breakfast on this? They're like, yes, you can. So he cooks breakfast on this tightrope. Hundreds of feet up. They're like, he says, do you think that I can um, skip rope on this? They're like, yes. So he skips rope. They're like, Then he says, how many think I can roll this wheelbarrow across the rope? They're like, yes. He says, okay, who will get in it? Nobody. (laughs) They They said they believed he could, but they weren't willing to get in the wheelbarrow. Can I just tell you with money, it's like getting in the wheelbarrow. I think that's why... The Bible speaks so much more about money than hell. Like, it, it's, it's, it's one of those really, you know, d- it can be a very difficult thing to trust God with finance. It, 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 that's common to man, by the way. That's, that's, that's almost everybody has to grow in this area. Because we say, yes, God is the provider, but are we willing to get in the wheelbarrow? Maybe one foot. Put my hat. We'll put our kids in the wheelbarrow before we... <laughs> funny I didn't think about that until right now dedicated our children put them all in the wheelbarrow but my wallet staying back amen can I just tell you you know it's not like God needs your money you don't need your money there was a time when when we were very very lean here at Thrive We didn't have very many people. And God blessed a stranger and then put it on his heart to bless us with $30,000. Just out of the blue. Don't even go here. I'm like, I don't care who you are. Just get me. God will, God doesn't need our money. God doesn't need your money, but boy, do we need to give it. We can't be under a shadow of fear with it. We can't be so in love with it that we feel like we're breaking up. We can't have earthly plans that subvert heavenly plans with it. You following me? It's like freedom to trust him. We need to get in the wheelbarrow. Can, can I tell you, can I teach a little bit more? Are you still okay? All right, and no, we're not picking up another offering. This is just for free. 
I want you to, I want you to watch something, though, because some people don't like this, and it's okay. I say a lot of things that people don't like, but you keep coming back. So let's see. Number three, what we see here in the passage is, is that there is a built-in curse when we're out of alignment. It's, it's built in. But it isn't just money. It's everything. So don't get, just, you know, get over yourself. I'm not talking about money. I am today, but it's everything. Like if, if you don't, like if, if you, if you uh, take your um, uh, sexual ethic and you just use it like the world, there's a curse. Okay. Uh, if you take your body and you do things, put things in it that aren't pleasing to God, it's, there's a curse. It's not like he comes around looking to fly swat you. No, it's, it's baked in the cake. He designed us and built us heart, and, heart, body, soul to function a certain way. And when we use it and we do things that aren't pleasing, we're not, things we're not designed to do, ways we're not designed to behave, then there's going to be built-in consequences. God, ain't, God is not running around you trying to find you at fault. He baked it in the cake. It's like we're booby-trapped. And so like when we do the wrong thing, it's supposed to hurt. We're supposed to be sad about it. We're supposed to feel shame when we break God's covenant laws. Are you with me? It's because he loves us. He put boundaries. He put boundaries. The laws are written in all of our hearts, Romans says. He puts boundaries to keep us going the right direction so we can function the way he designed us to function. Look at verse 9. The Lord says, you are under a curse, your whole nation, because you aren't giving. It's like built in. It's like the worship of money is the root of many evils, right? It, 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 it becomes an idol. It can become an idol. It can be a, our own bastion of, of, of confidence. And God said, no, you can't have confidence in stuff. You got to have confidence in me. That's a form of, I, of idolatry. So anything that we do, that we apply ourselves to that does, is not in line, in alignment with the word of God, there's going to be consequences. When you tell lies, there's consequences. And it isn't just you getting caught and getting in trouble. It's people that, that want to trust you not being able to. And that breeds insecurity in them. It's a curse. Are you following me? So when it comes to this part of our lives, we have to understand that even when it comes to things like finance, that, that God, has, God has blessed us with resources, but he wants us to operate like he designed us to. One of our wonderful leaders here, Steve Bush, is actually a scientist. The first time I met him, I said, hi, Steve, what do you do for a living? He says, I'm a scientist. And I thought, I don't think so. <laughs> Just because I'd never met a scientist before that actually told me he's a scientist. Turns out he works at Sandia Labs designing engines. He's a scientist. I think his PhD from some school in Germany where he defended his dissertation in German. The man is brilliant. He's a scientist. He's designing engines. Unfortunately, they're relocating. He and Megan, my administrative assistant, are relocating to Indiana. He's going to work for Cummins that builds those really good engines because he's like that. But you know what's very cool? is like when he designs an engine, you better use it and maintenance it the way he designed it to or else it's your fault if it breaks down. He used the right temperature. He used the right metals. He used the right computers to design the right angles and, and, and functions of every little bitty part. He, knew, he went through it. Is there such a thing as a micro inch? I'm not a scientist. The smallest thing, he's gone over it 
like this by this. He's gone over it little by little by little, every little angle, 3D of the computers. He's tested it in the, in the laboratory and he stamps it. This will work, just do this and this and this with it. It'll be great. And if they don't do this and this and this and it breaks down, he ain't paying for it. They misused it. Same thing with things like, things like, not just money, but things like money. Is that when God gives it to us, he designed such a thing he gave us the capacity to earn and to save and to invest, not to worship and not to abuse. You with me? Not to chase it at all costs, but he gives it to us to be useful for his glory. And when we don't treat it the way that God tells us to treat it, and his word is replete with instruction about money and finance and sowing and reaping and giving and investing and saving, by the way, if we don't, then it gets out of alignment. There's like, there, it's not going to go well. Are you following me? It could break down. You're like, I had so much and now it's gone. Yeah, I, I feel you. You ever get a raise and it's spent before you ever get the first check? Oh, come on, somebody. Lion devil. It's all those venti frappuccinos. We, God gives us, but he gives us in a way that we can use it for his glory. There's a built-in curse when we're out of alignment, but don't fear. Number four, there is a built-in blessing. Someone say blessing, blessing. When we're in alignment. And that's what Thrive Church has experienced. Verse 10, verse 10, this is the only time in scripture God says this. Someone say, test me. God says, test me in this. And see if I will not throw up in the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. The See, the promise is this. If you take care of my house, I'll take care of yours. That's the promise. Now, now, is there any witness that can testify that you cannot outgive God? Just raise your hand if you've tested him in this. There are hands all over in this house, maybe online. Just raise your hand up online if you know this, because I know you're out there too. We have learned you, that he says, test me. We're like, okay, here you go. And he blesses us. Now, this is not a prosperity gospel. That's from the pit of hell. God does not say you'll be rich. Anyone who says give to me and you'll be rich, don't give to them. Give it to Thrive. We'll build another church. Come on, someone say amen. We know what to do with it. No, 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 that's, 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 no, no, no. God does not say that you'll be rich, but he does say he'll take care of you. He'll take care of you in ways you cannot take care of yourself. It's like where before there was too much month for your money. Can I get a witness? Like there's too many days in this month. There should be 21. Why are there seven more days? That's February. There's those, that's the shortest month. Well, there's, and, and as you become faithful in your giving, and I'll give you a testimony, as Thrive has done this, we've seen it, is that God just kind of gives you more than you should have. Like, you're like, why is there so much money in the bank? It, did, did everything clear? They're like, yeah, it cleared. Please don't say this. Let's go to Jackson. Don't be doing that. Save it. Save that money. Don't be, don't be foolish with it. As God blesses you, you're going to see a dynamic at work in your finances. We've seen it at Thrive. I can testify 
I can testify. This is so cool. I'm just realizing this right now. That, you know, that, that day that we, we, we uh, took care of that church across town, that cut our savings, that cut, well, savings, that's all we had. We didn't have like more than one fund. <laughs> we didn't have enough money for two. Bank of America wouldn't give us another one. We had one fund and we get half of it to that church. Fast forward, fast forward a long time, 12 or 13 years, and we're walking into this place, this building. We've built it out. Wonderful uh, people in our church taking the lead and building this building out. And it was expensive. And so I remember this. I remember that, that we had borrowed money to buy it and to build it, but then it took, it took almost all of our money to like finish it. How many know anyone bought a house and you realize there's no yard? <laughs> there's no furniture? <laughs> took almost everything. And I remember walking into this building the first week and our savings had gone right back down to 20,000. Like everything, we're like back to square one. $20,000, which at the time wasn't enough to even pay one month's expenses. And I'm like, Lord, I know this is from you. Lord, I know you're gonna provide. Lord, we have generous people and they're gonna, they're gonna continue to sow. And, and, and can I just tell you that now it's been seven years and not only has our savings grown, we have given more than we've ever given. God isn't worried about how much you have. There's a dynamic at play. So now it's not, now we would like to expand this sanctuary. How many wanna make more room for people to get to know the Lord? We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna expand the sanctuary. We're gonna invest some more and we're gonna trust God again for provision. But what we have seen is that, that God has added and added and added. Why? Because we never stopped giving. There's a built-in curse when you do it wrong like everything else, but there's a built-in blessing when you do it right. And I wanna encourage you in your giving journey, trust God, test Him, test Him, test Him in this, because He welcomes it. Watch what God does, I'm gonna end with this. Can I end right now? Here it is. The last one, I promise I'm gonna end right now. Is that Thrive Church will continue to heal the world as we keep taking steps in generosity. I love the testimony. The Lord says that all the nations will call you what? Blessed, someone say blessed. All the nations will call you blessed for yours will be a delightful land. Your neighbors will call you blessed because your home is a delightful land. The community will look at Thrive Church and say you're blessed because it's a delightful land. The delight, the dynamic, the intervention, the favor, the supernatural comes with God's blessing, not our hard work. It's people watching and saying, wow, you are blessed from God. Because what I see happening in your life, in your home, in your family is supernatural and divine. And we can stand there saying, I can't take credit for one thing. To God be the glory for what he has done. We're going to give him praise. We're going to give him praise. We're going to say, we don't. We don't deserve such things. How do we, how, we don't deserve such peace. We don't deserve such joy. We don't deserve such jobs. 
We don't deserve such doors to be opened. We don't deserve such beautiful children. But to God be the glory. I love the Word of God. So, can we right now, right now, can we just celebrate Thrive Church? Can you give God a big praise right now for this house? And all it does and all it will do to win the world to Jesus Christ. From the youngest to the oldest, coming to know Christ as Savior. Come on, stand to your feet and celebrate Thrive. Celebrate your church. Give God glory. Give Him glory. Give Him glory. Give Him glory. I'm going to pray for you, and we're going to sing one song to close out, but I want to pray for you, because I got one more thing, because we celebrate, and I want to challenge you. If right now your finances are sick, okay? If right now your finances are sick, don't stay sick. Now, someone might say, oh, man, tithing is 10%. Yeah, just so you know, because people will sometimes say, well, that's Old Testament. And let me just tell you, New Testament Welcome to the New Testament. 10% is the floor. You're welcome. You're welcome. 10% is the bottom now. He says, turn the other cheek. Go an extra mile. What do you think? More than 10%. Don't worry about that. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. If you don't give, start. Start to invest. Start exercising your faith. If, you're, if you give randomly, start to give consistently. Maybe the first of the month or the first of the 15th, something consistent. Don't worry about the amount. Pray and let the Lord lead you. You got to get started. Someone say get started. You got to start to turn the curse. See, you start to love them with your money. You start to love them. Then once you've done it consistently, you start to pray, Lord, how much? How much? Now, if he just takes you from zero to 10%, do it. But I'm saying the Lord will walk with you and the Lord will walk with you. He knows your heart. We're not legalistic. He knows your heart. But can I tell you that as you walk along the journey, He's going to bless those who give. He's going to give to those that give. And you will find the day where 10% is in the rearview mirror. You're giving even more because you have it to give. And you're happy to give. And you're glad to sow into eternity and generations. But I want you to turn the tide. That means start to set your heart on the things above, not on the things of the earth. Return to Him with that part of your life because I want you to have peace there. God wants you to have peace there. God wants you to have order there. God doesn't want your kids hearing you argue about money anymore. That's not fair to them. By the way, take it into the, close the door or something, but talk softly. But, but there shouldn't be a curse in your house over this part of your life. God wants to lead you out. Can I get an, an amen? Thank you again for tuning into our podcast. For more info, please visit our website at thrivelathrop.com. Have an amazing rest of your week.